Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Did Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Oh, no. It's your call. No, it's your call. No, no, it's your call. Hey, nitwits. It's Paul's Call. You can sit there in denial and lie to yourselves, you know, that Lakers heat isn't over. It's over. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. Real matchup for LeBron right now. The guy that LeBron references here. You know, jealousy and envy has, has killed a lot of great things, not only in sports, but in, in general. Funny how that jealousy has killed a lot of good things comment is made. Fishy, fishy. The day after Kyrie makes crazy comments on KD's podcast, including. I don't really see us having a head coach. You know what I mean? Like What? KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. It could, it's a collaborative effort, I think, on our part. Attention, Steve Nash. You're technically the head coach and title, maybe title only, because Kyrie and KD say they don't really need you. We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and, yo, you guys need to start doing this. And we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no. (laughs) Wow. Before the first day of practice, Steve Nash, uh, some free advice from Pauly Point Guard you might want to make as your lead assistant coach, Dr. Phil. Come on, guys. Teachable moment here. Because in addition to Kyrie undercutting Steve Nash, he also took a major shot at LeBron in saying that KD is his first teammate who he can trust to make clutch baskets. Hello, everybody. Hey, Jay Williams, please translate. That's a LeBron James reference. Pow! He didn't have to say LeBron James. Everybody knew what he was talking about. <laughs> So, no wonder LeBron just happened to say in response about AD. We want the best, seriously, every single day, both on and off the floor for one another. We're not jealous of one another. And I think that you align that with respect. I think the sky's the limit. And yes, he's talking to you, Kyrie. See, this is why our only teammate for years has been... The sawed-off shotgun of sports. Sports takes and more big wins and big post-game interviews in Mike Leach's direction, please. Well, what a welcome back to the SEC for you, Coach. It's a great day for you, huh? That's a, yeah, it's better than average, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the, the, the stadium. <laughs> we need Mike Leach again tomorrow. I mean, come on now. He's out of Pullman. He's on the big stage of the SEC. They're fat, dumb, and happy and entitled. Right. <laughs> he had to throw an entitled ball. So... So a memorable SEC debut as Leach took that boring quarterback, K.J. Costello, from Stanford. And under Leach, he sets the single-game SEC passing record, Doug, torching LSU for 623 yards passing at Death Valley. There's a lot of ghosts in this stadium, and um, we played LSU because, you know, New England, Green Bay, and the Chiefs uh, (laughs) had somebody scheduled, so we played these guys. I'm with Dave Pash. I mean, just bring Leach right to the Jets. I mean, you got to. I mean, come on now. Just put him in the NFL. Finish right, now, strong, Mike. Let's uh, Actually, let's bring the two unique personalities together in Mike Leach and Kyrie Irving. Makes no sense at all. Because going back to Kyrie and the notion of coaching in general, for him and Kevin Durant, KD, here's the world according to Kyrie. I want somebody. I need somebody that's going to understand that I am a human being first. I serve my community and where I come from first. And then basketball is something I come and do every single day because I love. 
And also I have the right ingredients and people around me to come in and do my job at a high level. And I know that they will hold me accountable to that level. Gotcha. So when the Nets signed Kyrie to a four-year, $136 million contract, all guaranteed, uh, worth about $34 million per year, were they signing the person or the player? This guy's unbelievable. So he I mean, says, let me make sure I have this right. I want someone that holds me accountable, but at right. the same time, he says, don't come in here and make us run on the first day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Boy, I'm well, glad don't... Kyrie's not here. Oh, right. my gosh. Hold me accountable without the culture, without the philosophy, you know, without the demands. The demands. We can't have any demands around here. You know, no standards. You know, it's the new NBA where, you know, it really is a player's league. Not only are they the de facto GMs for the last decade, now they're going to act as head coaches as well. This thing is going to be a financial and cultural disaster. How is Steve Nash going to do that? How is he going to orchestrate that? You know, can you imagine how that? many people in that locker room are staring him down now yeah, to see how are you going to handle these two? Yes. Well, you know, he's not the coach every day. You heard him say, one day it'll be Kyrie, one day it'll be Katie, it'll be Jock Vaughn one day. Wow. Uh, it's a football Friday. Can we hit the button, please? Paul talks to football players and tries to stay out of the way. It's the Pauly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Pauly Pigskin Report. So, Thursday night football, let's see, every good player for the Broncos injured and or on IR. Did that stop the Jets? No. An ugly finish to what is going to be an ugly Jets loss. And the Jets fall to 0-4 to start off the year. Or, as the headline screams this morning in the New York Post, Woe and 4. W-O-E. Well done, because it can always get worse. It does at the very end when Vic Fangio says, uh, Hey, Jets, we're not shaking your hands. <laughs> and that's interesting. Vic just, I think there's some bad blood here, obviously. <laughs> Vic's saying, just go to the locker room. See ya! Some players hang around, some shake hands, give hugs. I think Vic's hot. A little bit of bad blood yeah. there, Polly. Yeah, 11 Jets penalties for 118 yards, six of them personal fouls, including <laughs> roughing the quarterback. That was the dirtiest play I've seen in 37 years of football. We know oh, B.A. is again, no fan of Greg Williams, and we know that. So, All right, so, Wolf, here we go. Um, I know we're looking ahead here a little bit, but uh, we now have the game plan uh, for the Jets game next week. Calvisi Consulting, the Pauly Pigskin Division, says you start the game with Kyler, get off to a nice lead. He's gone! Oh, mama! Then by the second quarter, you go to the bullpen and bring in... Mandatory. Leveler. You bring in the leveler. And since you're dealing with Greg Williams... You make another substitution in the backfield. Wait for it. Lecky Foto. Here comes Mungo. Hey, Greg Williams, you see this guy over here? Did you watch his film from his rugby days? Boom, baby! He's 6'5", 350-something, and we're going to give Lecky 20 carries at the Jets. So three words here. Who wants some? I came in like a Photo gap. Wrap it, Paul. And now, on a, a look at performances that have Paulie Pensive pondering. You're better, You're better than that. You're better than that, man. You're better than that. On a recent night in Tampa, something was going down. Neighbors heard someone yelling, shoot, oh. shoot. And understandably, shoot. they got worried and called 911. Shoot! Oh. Shoot! I mean... If I hear someone shout oh, that out. no way. I tell you who's getting a shout-out, Doug. Bad boys, bad boys. It's 
right. I mean, you call in the authorities. Hockey fan Devin Garnett got pretty excited cheering on his beloved Tampa Bay Lightning team during the Stanley Cup Finals. I yelled out really loud, shoot, shoot. Okay, dude, you do realize that the players can't hear you. You're in your living room. You're better than that. I'm, I'm not better than that. I, I yell. I tell you. Your Lightning just won their second Stanley Cup for Tampa. Act like you've been there before. Maybe he and his buddies were a little too exuberant because their neighbors heard them all the way in their apartment. So we heard somebody say, I dare you to shoot. We got worried. Um, we have the uh, 911 call of the neighbor to prove it. Sounds like a couple screaming. They're fighting against each other, and I think I just heard somebody say, I dare you to shoot. Does it sound physical? Yeah, there's a lot of jumping, screaming, rumbling. So, uh... <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to make that call if you're worried, but gosh, that's I funny. mean, it's just a lunatic hockey fan. It's time to dance with Lord Stanley. And then the police show up, they bang on the front door, and the Lightning fan says, Whoa, 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 what do you mean? They're like, uh, we heard there's a domestic dispute, where are the guns at? He's like, no, sir, we're just watching the Lightning game. Just watching the Lightning game. You're better than that. So, Doug, <laughs> maybe you need to listen up here. What's the lesson learned here? What's the best practices? Next time I'll say, shoot the puck. <laughs> Not just, shoot! Okay. Shoot! That's a pretty good story. Yeah. I tell you what, let's let's just advance here. Uh, we're out of here. Do da debate. Come on. Let's see. I'm getting tested, and then I'm getting on a plane. Don't call me. This has been another edition of Paul's Call. Get off me. Now, kindly get off Paul. I'm busy. He's busy. Paulie made a great point yesterday. Oh no! Because when Chandler gets to the court, don't ever say that again, Zoe. You know we're going to hear that. Now. <laughs> oh, he made man. a great point. Oh, oh yes. Have a Stay. good time in Carolina, Paul. Stay frosty, Arizona. Elvis has just left the building. That's Paul's goal. Thank you, Paul, with the big L on your forehead.